probably get done CNN plus they need content. How long? No, you can't. It's gone. Did did you miss the news, Thomas? Just shut down. No, but I, oh, like they. And also, by the time down? this is released, it's going to have been shut down for like six months, and this no one will remember it. No, it's huh? not. Well, it there was never a CNN premium streaming channel. I don't remember that. Well, so when I saw the news that they were shutting down, and then I I clicked. Oh, so you did see an... the news? Yeah, I, I was like... making a joke, uh, and then jail. I saw the news article and I clicked on it and I read and it said it was on air for like. 24 days or something and i could have sworn that it had been way longer than that because that's like two full scaramucci's yeah. <laughs> they kept hyping it or talking about it and then it just cratered so i mean there there seemed to be two takes on twitter about cnn plus one was making fun of them like the xfl was like we lasted longer than you <laughs> um and then the other take was like you know don't joke about this it's not funny people lost their jobs and what? you should feel bad about laughing at uh, my like it, uh, go ahead. Oh, he's uh, here. My favorite take was um, three, three years ago. Uh, Brian Stelter interviewed Glenn Beck back when Glenn Beck was still like, you know, never Trump. And the blaze was failing. They were laying off yeah. people. And so Stelter just asked. They're him, failing just like the New York Times. Yeah. He, he asked him about like, oh, you know, about the layoffs or whatever. And Beck just walked out of the interview. And so when it was announced that you know, CNN plus shut, shutting down or whatever Beck screenshotted the, the interview and was just like bragging about how the blaze is now successful. He's like, Oh, I run a successful, like, dude, you did the most embarrassing, like 180 from I'm a principal, never Trump to he like absolute Trump worshiper, like yeah. clearly just for weight ratings. And he's like, he's like holding that up. He's like, look what I did. Look what I did. I'm, like, I'm pretty great. I want to like point to that. I, I mean, the hubris of, of CNN to even launch a streaming service, um, refusing to acknowledge that most of the ratings come from just like TVs that are on in, in airports and airports. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> nobody actually watches. Like nobody or, was asking for CNN. Like, Plus. Yeah. If they were going to do it, like they needed to like, you know, do something, uh, sign somebody creative who like it created something that was like different than what cnn already Ooh, does they, they should have hired a creepy person yeah they should have done like the, the same no, news but it's like 15 seconds at a time and it's just like that's that's all you, that's, that's all you get of the story no no it, it, they just play what's on cnn it could be like a two-minute clip but it's a quibby style so you get 15 seconds and it just cuts off no matter what right i'm just saying there's the there was no articles of clothing you're wearing Yes. Yeah. Well, you're well, taking it was a some... bit that clearly didn't work. I need like a I need like a body length camera in here. And because you guys just were can like, you, oh, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's that's the normal stuff. Ryan wears. This is like an extension cord that I've like draped over me. I had two uh, elbow pads on at a, rubber, a hard hat at a hard yeah, hat, hard and hat a rubber yeah. mallet. And I was just going to say I was I was hoping someone would say, like, what are they? And I just be like, these are man tools. I wouldn't expect you to know what they are. I've been out there, you know, breaking the rocks, bringing home the bread. But so guys, your idea was that you, you would show just, up late and we would just be waiting here for waiting. your bit silently to ask you questions about what you were wearing. I wonder what Ryan's going to wear. It's worked before. I don't know why you're <laughs> like. <laughs> ben, That's do you not have a microphone? Are you using it? Yeah. Does it sound can't, terrible? Can't you tell how much better he sounds? 
Uh, Ryan and I. I, know. Been... I should be talking into the bottom of it. That's what Ryan's saying. <laughs> I should be talking into the bottom of the mic. I'm doing it wrong. Ryan and I have been discussing I... whether you actually have it connected to your PC or you just think you do. Because sometimes there are sometimes when it's like when it's like kind of echoey, like it's kind of further away than it should be when we've heard. So I think there was one JVL show episode where I was like, did Ben lose his microphone? I will tell you exactly what happened. There are some times when I record not in the office as I am now, but when uh, Olivia needs to use the office for I do like remember seeing meeting, different stuff record. behind you before. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I go record in the other room. It's not it's not as good a setup. Do I we sound saw... good now or should I adjust them? Yeah. No, I, I'm sure it sounds. I've never like really noticed that much like in at while we were recording that it didn't. So but as long as there we're doing one... the rate rate your room thing, there is a distinct lack of PVC pipe in there. Um, I'm also not noticing. Uh, Ryan, what else do you what do you hang in your I don't know, blankets? Um, there's a blanket. Uh, there's a foam triangle thing yeah uh foam triangle uh, thing behind me you forgot the um the emblem of sports teams i don't support painted onto the walls i don't have that <laughs> i know <laughs> it's true. i've got to i've got to get an artist or at least a stencil <laughs> and get in here and um you know just pick some random school and put it up on there just so people think that I, and i can say no why would you think that i'm a fan of them like <laughs> do you not have a second screen up if i don't see you guys i'm not going to know that you're still there if i'm looking at the wait, Google wait a minute! Wait a minute! Is that true in all aspects of your life? Podcasts are a visual right medium. Now, yeah, I have to be looking Where's... at when I push play on a podcast. I look at my phone the entire time so that I know where the sound is coming from. I know where okay, are your children right now? They don't exist. Do they right exist. Now. They don't exist. Wait, right, what? Cool. Uh, so when you put on the Oculus, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing exists. No, just that world. Okay. What? And, then, and then Thomas, you're going to edit out that weird the... grunt Ryan just made, right? Because that was that was that was that was weird. I edit out a lot of his like sighs and and grunts and <laughs> Ryan's bodily noises are are just intense and hard to hard to manage. This is a fun part of the show. Let's keep going with this. What else do I do that's stupid? <laughs> well, you put an electrical cord around your neck because you thought it would be a joke. <laughs> yeah. Started the uh, the Ben Franklin documentary on PBS. Because I had Ben in the name. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's why I did it. Can you rank the Bens for us? Who are the others? <laughs> Classic narcissist. Besides Frank. There are other Bens. Jesus Chris. <laughs> ben Mendelssohn. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. That's Actually, a pretty great Ben. Ben Mendelssohn is. Uh, uh, uncle Ben. That's me. Are you an uncle? Ben, that's You're Ben uncle? Parker. You make rice. No, I'm not. But his name is Ben Parker. It's the same person. I mean, Uncle Ben, like the rice guy. Oh, that I, I think he doesn't exist anymore. Oh, okay. And Was by that, that I mean, Ryan did not see at this moment. <laughs> doesn't exist because we can't see him. Uh, well, uh, I need a countdown. Can do I need you, to do it? I need to do, do you, a countdown. Do you, do you, do you guys to want to count, calm down? Do you guys want to count down John Podhoret's salary? <laughs> Wait, let Wait. me pull the document back up. <laughs> I was just going to say that, Thomas. Um, right. that's, that's like I, some best friend like connection right there. Oh, thanks for throwing that in my face. Mm. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, do you want to start? You can just do digit by digit. I can't count that high. It, like not backwards. Yeah, you can start at the... Can we count down the, the number of 25-point leads the Timberwolves blew the other night? Oh, how many? How many was it? Two. One. In one night? Oh, in man, one night, 
Hold on, hold night. on, hold on. They, they uh, 50 points. That's 50 points. That's 50 points, yeah. They didn't blow two 25-point leads in the same game. Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> they in, scored in, two, in, in, in each <laughs> half or like in the same half? In two different halves. They scored 12 points in the second quarter and 12 <laughs> points in the fourth quarter, but had <laughs> massive leads in the first and third. Like, I, I think they scored I, 39 in the first quarter. They are afraid of even-numbered quarters. So you're saying you're saying they're an odd team, but yes. so I don't know anything about basketball. But even I know that sounds bad. Yeah, that's it's not good. It's uh, not great. Is there, is there a statistic out there like how often has has that ever happened to any team before? Let's uh, contact Elias Sports Bureau. Um, uh, does anyone you, have a subscription with them? Did you want to talk about the Herschel Walker trade, Chris? No, Ryan. We already the... did that. You, oh Ooh, uh, we did it. You and I did it, but we didn't do it. So Ryan just learned about the worst trade in sports history um, and uh, was uh, telling me all about it, Um, even though it happened to my favorite team, my favorite football team, where basically uh, we traded for Herschel Walker and gave up the draft picks that would basically build the 1990s Cowboys dynasty. So um, you're welcome, Dallas fans. And I'm sorry, Ben, that uh, they did that to your Eagles. It was... Three first round picks, three second round picks, a third round pick, and a sixth round pick for Herschel Walker. Are you saying I love that they negotiated like no? And do you know, Ben, do you know, like, put a six? We need they negotiated like Netflix negotiated with Ryan Johnson. So when they're Jimmy, when Jimmy Johnson was negotiating with the Vikings, they're like, we're going to give you these veteran players who were like average players. So they got five guys from the Vikings. Jimmy Johnson put in a clause if. Each one, if they weren't on the roster by a certain date, then they got a pick, either a first round or a second round pick. The Vikings thought, oh, well, they're better players than the Cowboys have right now, so they're definitely still going to keep them on the roster. But then the Cowboys cut all of them right away. <laughs> the Vikings were like, we are one player away from winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so if we could just get Herschel Walker. I don't know. Remind me, Ryan, how did that work out for the Vikings in the 90s? Um. Uh, well, you know, he got he got uh, close to having uh, he had like 870 yards that one season. <laughs> and that's like uh, well, that's almost close to a thousand. That is. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, look at that. He's almost a thousand yard rusher. And, I, and the Cowboys to. got three Super Bowls and the Vikings got um, 857 yards one year. I'd like to contribute to this discussion. Uh, Herschel was also the name of Seth Rogen's character in an American pickle. Yeah, that's that's. that's... <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you said you'd like to contribute to the discussion. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so like this, this like painful part of like my sports fandom, uh, like Ryan just discovered. I mean, Ryan, just keep reading about the Vikings. Um, mm-hmm. read, read about their kickers, read about their Super Bowl history, their NFC championship game history. And yeah, just I, like when I learned messaging stuff, me I'll, late at night, I'll, I'll be sure to like ask you, you know, <laughs> did you did you know about this? Did you know? <laughs> like. Did you know, Did you know that the Saints team? had a bounty on Brett Favre in 2009? Did you know that? <laughs> Did you? It's crazy. You remember when when they thought that 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 one year, like five years ago, they were going to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium, and then they didn't. Do, do you All remember, the Vikings fans were like, "Are you?" Do you remember when stadium? that bridge collapsed in in uh, the Twin Cities? Remember when they traded like two first round picks for Sam Bradford, thinking he was the quarterback of the future, 
And then they're like, Was oh, he? that's right. He doesn't have knees. <laughs> like the, the one thing that he might need. Yeah, yeah, he great did arm, start the trend no of wearing an arm. jersey with like really long sleeves. So that, that definitely caught on. He, he's responsible for that. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's let's count down um, the number of Super Bowls that the Cowboys won uh, as a result of the Herschel Walker trade. Three, two, one. Him. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to the SS No. Welcome to the substandard part the, of uh, Bulwark the Minus. SS, SS, no, no. Uh, yeah, the, the SS, SS no, the SS no. We're actually a ship. Uh, <laughs> we are recording. Hey, this. Captain, should we build this next ship? The SS? Nope. Oh, okay, you got it. You got it, boss. Lay in the keel now. We are recording this on December twenty second. Uh, only a few <laughs> days away from Christmas. Merry Christmas, what? everybody. What, okay. what year? Okay, okay. Year? It's, <laughs> the, it's it's the twenty second here. It's the twenty first there. Okay, whatever. Yes. Time zones. Uh, do you guys have? Uh, are you ready with all your uh, Christmas presents? The yes, Christmas I'm shopping. Offended. I am. Yeah. Um, all right. My son already got my wife this. A little Best bit of show and tell here. Ever. Best I mom got, ever. I got it's my trophy. wife this. It's a trophy. Best mom ever. It's a statue like... of what looks like Nancy Reagan. It says best mom ever. <laughs> That's a little bit, you know, some could argue. Do you know what Ryan yeah. told me what? about Nancy Reagan? Oh, I God. didn't. T- Abby Shapiro. Well, no, because what did she? I, I, it's, it's just not even appropriate for this that show. I had to learn about it. Like it, she she like shared a picture of Nancy Reagan, like a family f- picture. And then who was the other person? Some singer. And then like saying like, oh, I know what kind of life I want to have or something like that. And then everybody was like, you know, Nancy Reagan was known as like the throat queen of Hollywood for a while. She had a great voice. Uh, Too good to fact check. Uh, speaking, speak, well, speaking, speaking of things that we have. And it's, it's true. <laughs> it, it has it, to be. I read it, it in the it, Internet. It, there were multiple like, you know, contemporary reports that. Uh, uh, OK, I want to talk about something else anyway. that Chris saw on Twitter. Chris, have you ordered a cake recently? How, how do you usually get your cakes? Whipped cream uh, and a big banana on top, unpeeled. <laughs> well, Thomas, they are, uh, like Ryan points out, they are 100% cake, unlike your uh, Swedish cakes, which are whipped cream or cake. marzipan or bananas. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm offended, but get to the point. But you know where I get my cakes from. Uh, Costco. You, you, Costco, yes. Costco is the best value in cakes. You can get like a, this massive cake for like 20 bucks. They'll decorate okay. it for you. It's great. That's where I that's where I get my cakes. And I picked them up myself. Thank you very much. Is oh, it good? Huh. No. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's that better than matter. It's massive. It's twenty dollars. That's right. It's all you need. I Even mean, it tastes like shit. You're still gonna eat it. It's not bakery. <laughs> you dog shit for twenty dollars. You will eat that. I mean, it's but like the thing about Costco is like they, they have good stuff. Like it's not, they don't, they won't sell you crap cakes. Um, no, it's no, not a bakery crab cake. cakes. <laughs> not Why they sell once. you crab cake. They definitely will the, sell you crab cakes. <laughs> the, Costco. No, they hate people from they Boston are and, against um, crab cakes. I don't think Boston, crab cakes are Maryland. a Boston thing. They're Maryland, man, Maryland. Hmm. 
what, what movie? Oh, never. That's right. That movie did place take place in Maryland. I've never. What, had what movie is that? What movie is that? The basketball. The wedding the crasher. Wedding, wedding crasher. Oh. Not the oh, wedding. I, I I thought you meant the wedding uh, crasher. The, the That's the prequel movie. with Adam yeah. Sandler. Basket, the basketball movie. <laughs> The, the one yeah the, the uh, way out the, the place way in boston the way back the way the way, yeah. the way in because <laughs> it was like how do you get back how do you get in from the 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 car if you're at drunk and at the wrong house you break in the back door <laughs> take a leak <laughs> uh, all, all right back to cakes chris Oh, well, I just saw on Twitter. Um, I don't want to use the name, but there is a person who's kind of a big Twitter person in conservative world. Uh, perhaps uh, we could say she's the daughter-in-law of a Supreme Court uh, of a late Supreme Court justice. Anyway, she was posting on, t- on the Twitter that she's like, help. <laughs> I spent one hundred eighty dollars on oh. this cake from like my son's birthday, um, but they want to charge me. Can you believe this? Thirty dollars to deliver the cake. And I've already spent $180 on this cake. Like, how could I spend another $30 to go get it? And like people in the replies were like, eh, actually, that's a kind of a reasonable price. You know, like Cakes how far away is it? It's like 30 miles away. And she's like, and I, and they're like, well, if you have a problem with the delivery amount, like just go pick it up yourself. She's like, I, I can't, I don't have time to pick it up. And someone like figured out the mileage, like that actually like with, the, you know, paying their employee and, and the cost of gas, like. It's actually a pretty good deal. Thirty dollars. What kind of cake was it? Like, yeah, I I imagine like spending a hundred and eighty dollars on a cake. It's made out of gold. And then, and then be worried worried about the, you know, thirty dollar delivery fee. That just uh, seems it, pretty. It was very strange. Yeah, like it's it's like the logic was a little bit tortured. Like, I mean, I've already spent so much on it. Like, I can't spend another thirty dollars. It's like, well, I mean. If you're able to spend $180 on a cake, clearly like money isn't the issue, right? I really hope that child tastes that $180 cake and goes, <laughs> oh, wow, this is not your regular birthday cake. I can taste yeah. the difference because now I'm seven. Is there sugar in this? <laughs> Are there bananas in it? Or, I mean, oh, here's man, the thing is it did look cake. like I was expecting bananas and custard and marzipan. And... Yeah, what? <laughs> With cream. Fuck is this? Did you dump, a, did you dump a, a cup of milk on it? Because that makes the best cakes. That has to be hot milk. Hot milk, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, hot milk uh, was the name of Thomas's garage band in high school. <laughs> Transition. I went to the bathroom or the restroom at work the other day. How did that go for you? I got stuck in there for 45 minutes. <laughs> it, it did not. It did not. Was go this well. because of what was going on with your stomach, or the, I? I walked. Ooh. So I recently moved offices. They gave me a new, bigger office. So you know, thank you. Whatever. They didn't oh. tell me that. Here you go. Here's a new office. Yeah, they didn't tell me that the restroom. Right. It's not a George Costanza situation where he gets his own. Sadly. Mm. Uh, but th- there are restrooms right outside, very conveniently located. I had to walk like. I don't know, just a few feet. I walk in, close the door, lock it behind me, do my thing, you know, a wank, a shake, no, whatever. Oh, you then, did both, huh? Now I know. I didn't which, know. Which first. did you do first? <laughs> that's the question. Which did you do first? I got to know. I had the same question. Right, Chris, that's just that's just best friend energy right there. We had the same thought. Uh, you're not allowed to start doing this too. Anyway, then when I'm done and relieved, Wait, same time? I, and... <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> is that a thing? 
Men, like, instead men, of, men, instead I don't know of, if you know this, but men are great at multitasking. <laughs> anyway, I'm supposed to leave and I try to unlock it. Not, no, no, it won't unlock. And I like try for a while. And then a colleague who has another office nearby, she comes over because she hears that something's going on with the door. You know, I'm yanking the handle. I'm trying to. Here's the thing, though, like when you hear a, a, a tussle like that in the bathroom, <laughs> do, you, do you check it out or do you not? You know what I mean? Well, she did. Well, no, because it's Sweden, so she wanted to join in. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is that today? (laughs) Are you doing sauna in there? Can I come in? Anyway, it was a spontaneous orgy. This was not the one on my Microsoft Outlook calendar. I've pickled my pickles. (laughs) So she had to call facility services, and he came by, and he tried to, like, you know, turn turn the thing so that the bolt unlocks, didn't work. So he had to rip the entire lock and everything and door handle, just rip it out of the door. And you were uh, like, while you're here, could you plunge the toilet? Cause it's clogged. <laughs> hey, we, we, got, we got good pipes at work, I, I must say. Stand a jaws of life you out of <laughs> the office bathroom. That is, that's just very like brand, that's on brand. Yeah, well, so I have a new policy now uh, because this was a traumatic experience. Doors so open. Bring a friend. Door, oh. <laughs> never, n- never lock. Never lock. My front door here. close the door. My Don't front door close- here, not locked. No doors are supposed to be locked. I think you need to go all the way with no doors. Just. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite the 180. High Your high school had no doors? Well, not in the bathrooms, no. Was that something that they, they removed so that like people wouldn't I don't know, smoke or do stuff in there. Yes. Yeah. I think also one of them may have just fallen off, but yes, they removed them all. <laughs> it was a my, my excuse school, for bad maintenance. Like I, this is going to start with a brag. It's not intended. So it was way, just a like row of school, toilets just lined up against the wall and you. Just... No, no, they had stalls. Just not no doors on oh. the bathrooms. My high all school right. was in I was hoping no stalls. the wealthiest neighborhood of one of the wealthiest counties in the country. Oh, and it had not been renovated since 1964. Fuck. It was also like everything was original to 1964. It was also built, as I said, in 1964, directly next to the CIA and had no bomb shelter. Okay. Well, well I, at least, you know, it's not a target. I mean, I thought you could just hide under your desk and the, the desk kind of protected you from that stuff. They, yeah, they That's did have. Told. Yeah. In the 60s, they had those. They had those big desks. Their wood was so much like everything's softer these days. People are softer. Desks are softer. Ryan, it's not time yet. You scheduled this for later. Uh, what, ben, did any, have any famous people attended uh, your high school then? Uh, oh, I know someone like with a blue check mark on Twitter that went there. I don't think my brother's verified. Let me check. Oh. I used to know this. There's not like a, like a hall of fame or anything. There's like a hall of black mold. Don't go in that hallway. I, ben, what I, want you, what I want you to do is send an email to the school requesting to be added to the notable notable alumni and only um the only thing that you put in there is that you have a blue check mark on twitter yes oh you know what the screenwriter of little miss sunshine went to langley high michael arndt that was a movie um tv personality from the bachelor oh yay isn't isn't little miss sunshine like a beloved classic over there or something it's fine. I think like it. It was a big. It was a hit. good. It was a big indie hit as yeah. well. Co-founder of Yelp. 
It was good. I mean, it's got like that it. actor who looks uh, just like Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. I don't remember his name, but like it's a uh, they're they're doppelgangers. I, don't know, I think we should probably move on from that. I, mean, so I clicked on Michael similar. Arndt. I clicked on Michael Arndt, and he is a screenwriter on. Would you believe Star Wars: The Force Awakens? Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot oh, he's about got that. A lot. He's I got, got a lot of Disney. Up, yeah. So Wally up. Ooh, Disney. Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Uh, I also have a show. I also have a show and tell. Because we uh, we we are not officially, but I I feel like by um, uh, what we say be, because of uh, never mind. <laughs> that was a Ryan sentence. That was Ryan for a minute. Oh my god, that was uncanny. <laughs> you know what's really funny is I was actually working on another bit for you guys that did involve show and tell, and I was gonna like I, you all sil- silently laughing. Yes, you have such distinctive voices and, and, and modes of talking that like, have you ever heard someone like imitate your own language, but it's gibberish? So you'd like know what it sounds like if you don't speak that language. Okay, so I want to like do this for you, but like what it sounds like when you guys talk. And the, the scenario I created for Ryan is like, it's, it's best understood as like Ryan in like first grade, right? And he comes in, it's like, well, listen, guys, listen, nobody told me. The, the teacher didn't tell me that it was going to be show and tell. So I don't know. I didn't, I didn't prepare. Okay. But yes. So look, I, I grabbed what I could. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I need you to work with me here. I got, it didn't, he didn't want me to, he didn't want me, but I got, I brought it. It's, it's, this is a gun. <laughs> <laughs> my dad said, no, don't take the gun. I said, I have to, it's show and tell. I had to take it. So Look, this is this is what I got. Okay, you you told me to do it, and so here is the gun. And uh, I, I'm working on the other two, but since you were doing show and tell, I figured that one was pretty much ready to go. <laughs> that was a really good impression of Ryan. Like you nailed the cadence, Ryan. I did it sound like you were listening to your like? Is that what it, your thoughts sound like? Like what I, your interior monologue sounds like? R- Ryan seems embarrassed. Uh, let's mm. move on. So uh, so show and tell. I gotta watch. We've talked Ooh. about this. Yeah, oh, the, and the only cool kind, digital watch, yeah. Yeah, digital, well, uh, like a training workout watch. An Apple watch? Thing. Of course not, it's a Polar. Oh, of course, so it's, a polar. It's, a, it's a Polo? Po- polar. <laughs> polar it's a is a Nordic training watch brand maker. Like flat skiing training or what, what kind of what kind of training? All sorts of trainings. Does it you, you can, track you the number of whatever? Can it train horses? Do they put it on the hooves of the horses? <laughs> Ooh, I should try that. That. That's an idea. We need to. Otherwise, how fast will the horses won't know how fast they're going? We know. Yeah. Well, my, my plan is they, also... you won't know how many horsepower to use for a plane. Oh, I got the problem with doing a Chris impression is that you need someone else to start talking so that you can interrupt them because <laughs> you can't. Chris just doesn't start talking. You need someone else needs to start first. So I'm working on how to get that to work in the impression. I think what I might do is do my Thomas impression and then it just gets interrupted in the middle and all of a sudden it's Chris. But it's, it's, it's a hard transition. I'm working on it. Transition. So for this week, all of us, except for Ben, because he wasn't told, uh, have watched a movie called Michael Clayton. Ben, do your joke. (laughs) I did not watch this movie. I I did watch Jurassic Park, though, because you told me to watch Michael Crichton. So I watched Jurassic Park and uh, Ah! and, uh, (laughs) dies in the toilet. (laughs) Ryan, that was it. (laughs) I had to act like it was the first time I heard it. I watched the wide receiver. I just see I just see Thomas to say, well, anyway, and then the Chris impression can start. 
right? It doesn't need much. Chris, when there's silence, then you talk. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I watched the uh, football player, Michael Clayton, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver. Um, so I've got a lot to say about him. I don't remember a football player named Michael Clayton. Bucks. That's the one in the blind yeah. side. That's Michael Orr, and he was a Baltimore Raven. Mark I just Clayton was the blind side recently. Sandra Bullock. Why? Um, yeah. I don't wanted to. It, it, it came up. Be- no, no. Why would you? Nobody wants to watch. Nobody wants side. to watch the blind side. I, especially I, I especially if they know what it is. It. it was on TV all the time. Well, um, I think anyway, you like. You think it's a good movie? You like the blind side? It's not like the movie I would recommend isn't like, wow, you got to see what they accomplished here. But like, you know, it's it's entertaining and easy to watch and killed a couple hours. And Olivia hadn't seen it and that came up on an algorithm. So I was like, hey, here's something we can agree on. We can both watch. Ben, who famously does not watch many movies like but the movies he watches are the blind side. Yeah, o- only the blind side. As far as I know, I don't think that's I've the only another movie, movie I've ever seen. No, I saw James Bond. So anything that was worse, worse than uh, the blind side. (laughs) Okay, so I want to hear, I would like to hear Thomas's take on the movie Michael Clayton, Um, a movie which I call the dullest thriller um, ever, ever conceived. That's no, it's not categorized as a thriller, is it? It it is. No, it's like it's Uh, a drama. The people that make the movie don't put don't pick the categories that goes into it. Can't blame him for that. Okay, would the creators describe this movie as a thriller? I mean, the category, not the I think Netflix listed as a thriller. Let's see. Um, Let me call Tony Gilroy. Wikipedia and... says 2007 American legal thriller. So, I mean, there's a little legal mock- thriller. There you go. Legal thriller, but still a thriller. Okay. Well, um, was it uh, thrilling? Uh, I, I was quite bored. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Because Michael Clayton hasn't played in the NFL since 2011. He's been retired for over a decade. No wonder it wasn't exciting. This movie was in 2007, so he was playing in the NFL at the same time. That's true. Uh, I just, I didn't, there was no point to the movie. It it oh, was. There was no point to the movie. Of all no, the movies. There are plenty of movies without a point, but sometimes they can still be entertaining. This wasn't entertaining. Uh, but Ryan, you rank it as a. One of the best movies of the decade? No, nah, it's fine. Oh, why are we talking about it then? What was the big what was the big disagreement between you two that forced Well, so I shared I was like, piece. guys, this is the, the most dull thriller ever. And Ryan was offended. He's like, I love yeah, that movie. I can recite I, I didn't say parts I love of it. it my heart. I didn't say I love it. I mean, it's I mean, I like it, it's fine. But I just, you know, I'm not gonna go from it's fine to it's the dullest movie ever. That's a disagreement. No, I so I rewatched it. And I don't think I've watched it in maybe six or seven years, maybe longer, maybe like 10 years. And it's not as good as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> now there was blindside. Hey, I, ben, I, when it, when it first, when it first came out, I, I do, I did, it was like on, it must've been on cable or something. Cause I remember I watched it, you know, within a few years, I probably watched it four or five times. Cause I still think, I still think the performances are really good. And sometimes it were. For, for me, I can get I, I, I can ignore it like plot holes and, uh, you know, stuff like that for good performances. And so I think I still there are parts of it. I, I had to do some fast forwarding to get, you know, to some of the good performances. But 
Yeah, I mean, how much just, how how much of the movie would you actually say is is good? Which parts have good performances? The, all the performances are good. Tell me who's bad in it. Like and whether parts whether or not forward through the silences, the staring, the I don't know, maybe when the so the poker the, usually edits out the poker scene when <laughs> they what was what was the point of that poker scene? It was like four minutes, oh, yeah. and it was just like he was just like telling him that he beat him in a poker game before. And he was like, you were going to get that bar or something. He's like, how how that bar work out? And then right. there's, nothing comes from that scene. It's and, and, and some sort of introduction. He drives off into the countryside to deal with this one. dude. Now, no, this part, I hit the passenger. I, you think that that, that wasn't like really, uh, but I do the same thing. If I'm driving and I see a horse, I pull over, I get out right away. And, you know, walk up to pet the horse, obviously. <laughs> and sometimes my car blows up, too, because I just, like, get out so fast. Because I you bought a Dodge Journey, drive. that's why. <laughs> uh, and and what, what, what happens if you have one of your scheduled erections at the time? Well, I, no. yeah, that's yeah. the whole benefit of scheduling your erections is that you can, you know, plan around it. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, but I can't plan around seeing a horse. But if you see a horse. I mean, it's, it's a spontaneous thing. You're driving, you see the horse, you stop your car. Just at the same time, that get out the guys fiddling with the bomb all... in their car are like finally hitting the button. Ah, oh, we could finally blow up the car. Boom. Yeah, why? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Was it a remote detonation thing? Was it supposed to go off when he started the car? I I don't understand. I, I, I think I think the remote detonation was their backup because he didn't have time. He didn't have time to actually install it properly. So yeah. they had to I, I chase him down. So. Yeah, he just ruined his GPS. Uh, that can happen. That happens. And then they're like, I'm sure I'm sure they got him because like he runs to the car and like throws his watch in there. I think he's like, there's no body, but they'll find like my, my personal effects. <laughs> he's like, like, oh, well, there's just, he wouldn't go anywhere without this. I found his watch. <laughs> he's definitely dead. It, 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 it wasn't like an incinerator. Like, I don't know. Right. What he, like, it was just a there's going to be a body still. <laughs> Yeah, it turns uh, out it's maybe not as yeah, good. Yeah. I give it Tom Wilkinson's great in it. Tom Wilkinson's is great. I give it 24 uh, touchdowns from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Michael Clayton. I give it three horses wandering in a field with no fence anywhere near. Like, how, why were those horses just by the road? <laughs> I know. Like, where, <laughs> the, he didn't have to climb the fence movies. to get over to them. <laughs> It was just like, yeah, they're, they're are just, you are you on someone's farm right now? <laughs> there are there are horses all across the state of New York. They're just wandering around oh. in her. Well, I that, see, I don't I don't live in New York. I didn't know that. Maybe Flag could tell us he lives in upstate New York. He could yeah. be like, yeah, there's horses everywhere. Yeah. Ben, I give it blind to, side. I gave it. I, oh, I was going to write the other movie. I was going to write. What did you guys <laughs> see? The Jurassic Park. I give it two <laughs> backup detonation mechanisms. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of movies. Okay, a lot of movies lately. Watch Michael Clayton. So some have been good, some have been bad. Have you watched um, more movies than Ryan has seen? Uh, in the last three weeks, yes, for sure, no doubt about that. Like Ryan is still he still watches a lot of movies, but it's mostly like for like a ten year period, Ryan watched like three movies a day, and all of the movies. Yeah, all the Not movies. Ten year, so, ten year period was the nineties. <laughs> so Not the nineties. Have, have, have any of you guys, Ryan? Like, I'm only ask Ryan because, like, Thomas and Ben clearly haven't watched it. Ryan, have you watched Death in the Nile yet? 
Well, if it's not the blind side, Ben hasn't seen it. Uh, I started watching it and uh, we we stopped watching it before before the credits came up at the end. We were like, uh, let's not watch this anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, I thought did you like it? I thought it was good. You watched it, Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like the sub beacon, like they just ripped on the visual effects so much, um, which deservedly so. It looked terrible. Um, but they actually kind of they actually kind of liked the movie and the performances. I'm like, hey, I'll I'll check this out. Uh I watched it and it it kind of cracked me up. Um the way that that um this inspector poirot uh describes his own gift um his gift of of detecting um he's like this really gifted detective and it essentially the way he describes it sounds just like seinfeld's episode the abstinence as in he's like master of his domain uh no do you remember when um george uh his girlfriend is mono and so he can't have sex and therefore he becomes brilliant like yes. poirot, that's not the abstinence. Sure, it is. Is, the, it, is it not? The abstinence was when. No, that's the. Con- you're thinking of the contest. Yeah, I'm thinking of the contest. Yeah, I'm thinking of the contest. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. is Ben. You're right. Ben, that was Ben's fault. Ben made me think of the contest. The abstinence. My fault. Like at the beginning, you get the 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 backstory of his mustache, which is also kind of like <laughs> I had a woman I loved once, um, but I can never like love again because like basically. <laughs> That would take away from my from me being a good detective. Um, like I'm a good detective because I abstained from sex, and uh, it it just it just made me made me laugh. I I can't believe it that Thomas that you didn't notice that. I as a this is also, I remember this is that, also but the I basis didn't of the show it. Monk, by the way. Was it really? I mean, it's right there, guys. It's all on screen. I mean, I've never seen. I haven't Monk. seen Monk. I so. Uh, well, then that's not really as funny a joke. Never mind. Okay. Some listeners might so, appreciate it. Uh, is so he an incel or a voluntary celibate? I mean, monk sounds voluntary. <laughs> is he is a monk. monk or his name? Okay. His name is Adrian Monk, yeah. Uh, um, I thought uh, it was Art, so, Art Monk. Two things about Death on the Nile. Uh, I would love any movie that has Gal Gadot in it. And there wasn't enough Army Hammer rope sex. <laughs> yeah, I was really looking for Army Hammer to do some real disgusting stuff. I mentioned this a, a few weeks ago um, and I was like, delete that, delete that. Um, I watched Heist, which should be an SSEU favorite movie. First of all, like Wait, Thomas loves. Didn't we talk about th- What do you mean you did. deleted it? No, I, I told Thomas, like, don't don't publish that. Like our discussion of Heist. Um, it should be like an SSEU favorite um, because we like when they actually do they actually say Heist in the movie. Like, hey, we're going to go do a Heist. We like we yeah. love when yeah. they say the name of the movie in the movie, but that's I why mean, they had to change it from the heist to heist because they didn't say, "Hey, we're going to do the heist now." And they're like, "Oh shit, we're going to do a heist." He said, "We're going to do a heist." But like for some reason, like I got my entire life, I, I without even like being aware of this movie until they started talking about it on the uh, sub beacon recently. Um, uh, this is the Robert De Niro, Dave, Dave Bautista, Gina Carano heist. Oh wait, I think I've seen this one. Edward this, Norton. This the... Edward Norton <laughs> pretends to be a uh, mentally challenged killer. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, in Canada, they steal some it art. Has, it has it has really old and huge Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon writes the plot to the heist on the chalkboard while 
uh, he's cleaning up at the heist offices, and that's where they get the idea. This movie was not that good. Which is okay, Ben. I'm sorry. Like they're 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 joking. They're describing other heist movies, and no, the no, one no. I'm talking the score about the heist. The heist was not that good. No, no, no. You're talking about the score. Um, the score came out the same time as heist. Um, but no, I mean, heist. not only is Ice Heist great because it's David Mamet and Ice it's heist. good acting, and it has. Uh, anyway, they they discussed it on Sub Beacon. I just want like the the fact that they called it heist. It. I want to know what I'm getting in a movie. Like, I don't want to have to watch like two hours of Michael Clayton and like to find out that the whole thing's about horses. Like there's no clue about that in the title. It should have been called horse lover. (laughs) Horse lover, car bomb, horse savior. savior. They should have flown in Ridley Scott for a scene or two. The horse called him over and the horse said, hey, dude, there's a bomb in your car. So anyway, I, I can be done talking about movies, I've, but I've I've watched a lot of movies that that uh, I'd yeah, love I, to talk to you guys. About. I look I looked up heist. I do like heist. It's great. I think I said that last time. I probably looked it up. And said that. Speaking of movies, don't we've got don't, don't we have um, a movie script we're going to look at? Uh, so we um, I, I want to know what Chris, what's your problem right now? Why are you why are you annoyed? You seem annoyed. And I'm not annoyed. That's stealing my no, it's just his voice. That's crushing my. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we, we, we were talking just that, you know, we've done uh, so many episodes of this podcast. It's been such a whirlwind and been so successful that, you know, we didn't have time to really, um, uh, make sure that we brought our friends or, or other people who weren't or as strangers, lucky as complete us. Strangers. Yeah. Complete strangers. Beyond well, the Twitter bump. Like we want to extend yeah, we beyond guests on the, our show. The, I mean, but we really don't even have to do anything to that. They just have to come on and you know, they, they get it. That's, that's easy. Um, you know, but I, we wanted to do something that was actual work to just, that doesn't do anything for us and just help someone else. You want um, to do work. Yeah, I don't like to, but I just thought that, like, if you really want to give back, you have to put something into it for it to be, you know, worthwhile. And so I thought there's tons of, like, starving, you know, artists out there, writers trying to get their movies produced or just bought. Um, I figured we'd pick one uh, off the Internet and, like, not tell them just and we could just fix it on the show for them, fix their script, just you know, punch it up, just fix any kind of the, the the stuff that doesn't make sense or it's really stupid that they did. And then we would send it to them after we do it. Just like, hey, surprise, here's your here's your movie script. You with our blessings, you made you can take it to take this into, you know, Chris and Nolan or and they're gonna be instant successes. Yeah, I mean it'll be it's ready made <clears throat> like for you know a blockbuster indie hit Oscar uh bait. All, 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 all in one. All, all the, give all the Emmys. I'm glad that you used the term punch up because as a humor podcast, podcast, we know that it's never funny to punch down. If you know, if we will, mm. you always want to punch up. Um, yeah. so we don't want to, you know, punching down. It, it's just if we were to make fun of someone like stupid, I don't know, like Madison Cawthorn to like make a bunch of jokes about him and and his kind of uh, tendency to say and do really dumb things to marry a Russian spy and to tell public stories of getting whisked away to St. Petersburg, Russia. I don't, it's, it just wouldn't be funny. Would it to punch down? I don't think anybody that tried to punch Madison, it would always be punching down. <laughs> this, is, this is why we make jokes about 
horses because horses are bigger than us. So They're big. It's it's like punishing up. So what's the script, Ryan? So Wait, did you just share it with me? They haven't they haven't seen it. They have seen it. I've sent it I to you. It. I've sent it to oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Sent it to you days ago. Hang on. I'm buying good to great on Kindle so I can good to great. Is that a uh, that script writing book? Awesome? I assume so. Okay. Isn't good. that kind of what we're trying to do here? Good thought. So you're gonna we're gonna read that book and read the script at the same time and try to apply. All right. Nose goes. Okay. Who wants to be the bartender where it has with a Spanish accent? Because uh, not me. Not I'm not touching that. No, Ben. Okay, Ben. You just you just read it and just is the bartender supposed to be actually Spanish or like am I to assume that he's like maybe Latin American? But you're giving it away. Look, you know, the way we work, we don't, we don't, uh, when, we, when we're doing something, we don't think about it ahead of time or plan it. We just, we hear it and then we, we instantly know what's wrong. Got it. And, Carlos and we'll, signs as a bartender. Okay. Nailed it. Start with the title. But when you say I do it, it in my best Sam Elliott voice, when you say it, I don't want to give away. Please. I want to hear I, your Sam Elliott. I, I don't want to give the, I don't want to give the title away. Go. So the, um, just nowhere like, near as good as my drop, Ryan. drop the, drop out the second syllable. When you when you say it that way, we won't know exactly what it is. Well, we'll know, but the listeners won't know. So drop out the second syllable. Mm. Does the count as the first syllable, or are we ignoring? There's no the. the. There, I'm looking. I'm staring at it. Oh, you have to look at it for it to exist. Once you look at it, you'll see it. It's called borderline. Yeah, ah, now we have to bleep that too. <laughs> it's called the borderline. Look at the look at Amon. Like right page three, top of page three, the borderline. Oh, it is called the borderline. Well, I crossed it out on mine because I, I didn't like that. <laughs> I thought I thought that was like the thoughts cleaner. Oh, that's a movie I, I've seen. I've seen the social I, network. So, so I think right away the first thing I saw is just the title. We want to fix that. I mean, border the borderline. I don't know what that means. I mean, it, so I changed it to uh, between two different conditions, possibly belonging to either one. I like that. I think that's clear. It's cleaner. Yeah, not as now, clean as now, heist, but now we know. Well, ha- heist is we actually should have called the movie. We're going to do a heist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it about who's doing the heist? It's it's very unclear. So, okay, smoke from out of the smoke emerge two identical revolvers. All Their right. barrels uh, are crossed. Right. No, stop, stop, stop. Uh, so, so there's gonna be there's gonna be smoke. Uh, I feel like it needs to needs to be clear whether it, it is black or white or gray or whatever. And, yeah. And and I think it should be white smoke, and they should have the camera like pope focus. Smoke. Yeah, I was gonna. Just, they just announced the pope or on, what? On the on the tiny chimney, and the smoke comes out, and then it like pans out, and you, you see Rome, like mm. you, you you see the what's it called the the big Vatican Catholic the Vatican the yeah. big church the so big church that, yeah that that's in there Saint now. Peter's Basilica. They, they just announced a new pope um, and two gun barrels. <laughs> All right. That's All better. Right. That Now we know right. where we are. White smoke pan out to the Vatican from out of the smurge or mer- out of the smoke. The smurge. Ooh, that sounds like something Ryan would talk about. That sounds like a Ryan word. Woo! From out of the smoke emerge two identical popes. The popes are crossed like an X. They get larger. Don't they? <laughs> This is already more interesting. I mean, I mean, like two popes and they're identical, like an X identical popes. Didn't they just make a movie about two popes recently? Uh, They weren't twins. Two popes. They get larger until they consume the entire screen. A gunshot is heard. Darkness. 
this is great. Like, did they did they shoot a pope? Both popes? Like, what did one of the popes shoot the other pope? This is great. This now, is already yeah, like n- now, now you're have, like now in have, right away. You have a hook. Like the yes, you're like what the you know, <laughs> fade in daylight, moving over mountains until a town appears. The town is Rome. There are horses. Oh, great movie. Good horses. Movie. Okay, first page horses. Yeah, wait, we want to stop here though because it just says horses. First of all, like how many horses and whatever it is, double it obviously. (laughs) And then, you know, it doesn't really tell us like anything like where are the guys, you know, that walk along with the horses, with the shovels that beat the bad horses away. They're trying to have sex with the, like, you know, for every, every five horses, you got to at least have a guy with a shovel. That's going to hit the, hit the horses who come and try to have sex with the mares. All right. So we have like, we have 10 horses and two horse keepers with no, 20 no 20 20 because you said 10 so double it 20 horses and, and four horse chastity guards with shuffles <laughs> and okay. then what? there are um like what kind of coaches are they are they basketball coaches are they football coaches <laughs> um we probably want to decide you know i'm sure Tom's going to try to make how, them hockey coaches but how do you signal that though? like do they i mean they don't wear gear they should well yeah Um, well give that first give them headsets headsets yeah they all have their headsets on that way are the coaches also are they doing double duty as the chastity guards for the horses or are they separate it's not clear in this no you're not gonna have your coaches do that that that's what at least maybe the assistant coaches are some of the like lower level assistants but you you would think like that makes sense a well-run organization is gonna have like dedicated you know chastity guards with shovels and like Team, the team logo will be on the shovel, the shovel too. How to monetize that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, well, uh, all right, Ben, work these changes in and uh, then uh, read it. <laughs> all right, faded daylight, moving over mountains until Rome appears. There are 20, no, not 20, 40 horses. There are 80 <laughs> horses. There are, there are 160 horses. And, and then for every five horses, there is one horse chastity guard armed with a branded shovel uh and these may or may not be the assistant coaches and there are coaches we haven't actually decided what sport but you can tell their coaches because they're wearing the what do you call it like the, the headsets that coaches wear uh they're not in every sport and it's the best really just football really just right. football so they're football yeah. coaches. So they're, f1 they're they were, uh, f1 coaches they might be f1 coaches they're coaches in f1 called coaches no no no, no, no they're coaches they, 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 there are team managers. That's a coach. He's a, yeah. no. a manager. In England, a manager is a coach. And so there are coaches uh, with a few early motor cars. Oh, so we got cars and motor cars. So we got horses. We got we got cars and horses. So I see. I see. Maybe we have one pope for the horses and one pope for the cars. This is the central <laughs> conflict. I like how it's getting right to the central conflict yeah. from page one. Really. Uh, you know, the difference a good title makes. Because obviously the coaches, they're riding in the cars and motor cars. Okay, so these are cars of the model of the model T type. So oh, all right, all right. So well, it we doesn't say. Spe- I mean, we got we should figure. we should spell out. I mean, everyone knows, but some might not. So obviously Teslas. 
Tesla's Model, I mean, Tesla's Model yeah. T is Tesla. They're all right. they're Tesla Model T's. Model uh, X, Model S, Model T. Okay, and that's what right. the that's what the coaches are writing in. But this is also Rome, so so they're probably actually Fiat. So mm. we have Fiat, the horses, Fiat, Fiat Teslas. They're they're Fiat they're Fiat, Fiat Teslas, Teslas okay. model Tesla Model T's. So we have we have the horses and the horse chastity guards with the branded shovels, and we have the 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 football coaches, and we have a few Fiat Tesla Model T's outside on the streets. And there are large oil derricks surrounding Rome. I that sounds good. I don't know. think we need to change that. I don't. I why would he put that in there? There's. Does this person who wrote? The, why does he not know that in, there's in no Italy? oil outside of? I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's. Where do they? Where do you guys think Esso comes from? It's Italian. That's why it sounds so delicious. It's olive oil. Olive oil derricks. That's what they are. Oh, right. that makes oh. sense. All right, right. Yeah. So okay. change that. Olive, yeah. okay. olive, olive oil derricks. Got it. All right. so extra virgin. Extra virgin. Extra virgin. <laughs> <laughs> they're extra virgins, and they're well, making, only they're if the working the guards have been doing their job. That's, right. okay. that's why. That's why they're there. The horses they have to grind out the the olive oil, and they have to be virgins. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Ryan accidentally said something. It's true. That's a yeah. joke. That is. <laughs> That's how an olive press works. Well, uh, uh, and so uh, one of one of the things here is that in like in the you know you're in Italy because there they use the oil derricks, whereas in the US for, to get olive oil we use fracking. So you you get like it's realistic. This is a storyteller now. So I, I already use my Sam Elliott voice for nothing. All right. So storyteller <laughs> says someone else want to read the, the actual lines or am I just doing this? You're just doing this. All right. It, South Texas, 1911. That's wrong. Okay. Rome, that, 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 that's that's an he, F for He already thing. forgot. Did he like <laughs> he forget what he wrote in the first two paragraphs? All right. This, so and this is why we're but this is why we're helping. This, this is a common right. mistake. People South often Rome, forget what they're writing about in the middle. South Rome, present day. It says it, have, which it, I only assume means this is an international film, which makes sense because it's Rome. So he's got that. I don't know why it's on page three, but okay, you know, it's good. It's it's in there. Okay. So we're in a saloon in present day. Salon. Salon. Oh, salon. Yes, you're right. It's a salon. You misspelled it. It's it's a present day Roman salon. Okay, so the storyteller is a character in the in the movie? Yes. Yeah, have you never seen a Are we okay uh, with the like the Big Lebowski? Where he's he's like the Big Lebowski, yeah. Or or like um what was that weird so episode this is, movie the this Coen is, Brothers made? The Battle this is of in Scrubs? the Big Lebowski universe, then. So this is like part of the Lebowski verse. Is the is the Ballad of Buster Scruggs all of, also in the Lebowski verse? Do they have a storyteller in in the? I thought they did, but that was like a anthology. It was different stories. Which who's the storyteller? Was he the guy um, at the end, the cowboy? I may not have seen the last. Part. but you did see one remember. with the story you did see one with the storyteller yeah isn't isn't the guy who gets shot is a really good singing voice isn't he like narrating his whole story the whole time or am i misremembering the that? guy on the horse i don't know what you're talking the one the guy Ooh, with james franco there was only it's, one guy on the horse well the guy well there was james franco on the horse where he says first time when they put the you've seen the meme first time remember that that meme where james franco has the noose around his neck oh yes i do remember time. that yeah mm-hmm. no yeah Okay, oh, that's pretty so cool. uh, the storyteller is seated at a table in the salon by himself. So He's is this over just some... Sam? This is Sam Elliott then? Uh, Sam... Yeah, if it's not Sam Elliott, we can't make the movie. I mean, that's, right. that's how it goes. So let's just change the name. Sam Elliott is seated at the table. He's playing uh, himself in this, right? He's playing himself 
playing the storyteller in yeah. the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what he's doing in the Big Lebowski too. That's that, that makes sense. So he's playing himself, playing himself, playing the storyteller in the mm. Big Lebowski. He's going over some paperwork. That doesn't sound like something Sam Elliott does. That sounds boring. I don't I yeah. Like, and I and I'm like Sam Elliott's I mean, a man, uh <laughs> like a like a, you know, he's a he's a tough guy. He's you know, he's not he's not doing paperwork. He's using uh, people for that. We, we, uh, so here, I think it's it's time for like a callback uh, to uh, what we talked about in the first paragraph. So what about uh, instead of paperwork, what if he's going through baseball cards? <laughs> no, no, uh, football cards. I'm sorry. Yep. Because okay. the, he's they going are football through... coaches. All right. Yeah. He's going over some football cards, <laughs> which I just learned is a thing that exists. He's in his 40s. That's wrong. It's not how old Sam Elliott is. He got to update that. No, how old is Sam Elliott? We can't. Ask Steve. We're not going to de-age him. He probably was thinking, oh, we'll do the de-aging thing. I don't like I'm that. We're, we're not we're not, de- we're not de-aging Sam Elliott. He would think that that was, you know, alluding to homosexuality if we did no, that. How, but how do we He'd find out? Would. How do we find out how old Sam Elliott is? Do we need to do carbon dating or whatever that thing is called? Or I just asked Steve. Steve says he's 77. Here's what we have. The storyteller is seated at a table in the salon by himself. He's going over some football cards. Sam Elliott is 77 years old. Okay. okay. So. <laughs> I like it's specific. It, it's it's very good. Uh, with a derby style hat. I don't okay, know what kind stop. of hat that is, but he's obviously stop. wearing a cowboy uh, hat. No, no. Uh, see, this is this is why it's confusing. It's it, it clearly a Kentucky Derby style hat. Um, he you shouldn't assume that everybody knows a derby style. That's what that means. And then also, you can't just say Kentucky Derby style hat because you know the Kentucky Derby hats are, are they're they crazy. They're, they're all different. Yeah. So same hats. So do, what does this we one need like? to decide what this one looks like? So right. Well, uh, it needs to have feathers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it does I think, need to have feathers. I, I think I think that's one thing that all of. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, what, what's like what what's like traditionally Italian? that you can add to the hat spaghetti. olive oil <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a hat with a giant a huge brim um probably as wide as his arms it's got feathers rainbow feathers uh all around it and then on the brim of the hat is R- rainbow rainbow is, is like because the, the hat Elliot will like that the hat I don't is think like get sam Elliott to wear that the, the hat is like you know when when you see those those uh those serving dishes where you put like the the chips around the side, and then the middle is the the salsa. Well, the, it's right. spaghetti. There's spaghetti in in the hat. It's a it is a, he had special made. It's a sturdy hat, and there's uh, and then the bowl is filled with extra virgin uh, olive oil. Yeah, oh, there you go. And and it's real. Like people can come up. They'll come up and they can you know get a fork and get some spaghetti. Um, as he's sitting there, is Sam Elliott tall? Will he have will he have to like bend over a lot so that people can? can <laughs> well, reach? and that's. Yeah, I mean, not maybe, if he's maybe, sitting down. That's why he's sitting. But down he's, he is sitting. Yeah. So um, I didn't know if maybe we wanted to have to do some physical comedy in there where he does bend down, then spaghetti goes all over the floor and somebody slips in it. But maybe we'll put that in later. Uh, it also says he's wearing a black tie and collar, which that, that's fine. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that's that. that I mean, you, anything goes with a Kentucky Derby hat. And, yeah, I mean, you can match anything with that. Mm-hmm. And the advantage of it being rainbow is that it matches all of the colors. Yes. He's a businessman of some importance. That's not true. No, he's, he's not. He's a storyteller. He's an actor. No, well, he's, he's an a, actor. He's an actor slash story. He's an actor playing himself, playing himself, playing a storyteller. We've been over this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, actors right. are storytellers too. So yeah, he's he's storyteller. I don't know why he put in there. He's not a businessman. 
um, that that wouldn't work. All right. He's a he's an actor of some importance. That's yes. All right. So Sam Elliott is seated at a table by himself. He's going over some football cards. <laughs> he is seven. Sam Elliott is 77 years old. He's wearing a uh, rainbow feather spaghetti serve enormous sombrero style hat in which uh, extras may or may not come and take some spaghetti and dip it into the extra virgin olive oil bowl in the center. Uh, he is an actor of some importance. That's a striking scene. This is already better than the blind side. Next graph. A cowboy walks in. Doesn't say which cowboy. Vague. Hmm. A pope? All right. A pope walks in. Pope a pope walks in. One, of the, one of the two popes. One of the twin popes walks in. He's in his early 20s. That's we got to look this up. That's not true. That's not how old the Pope is. <laughs> well, the Pope can be however they can pick whoever they want. I mean, maybe uh, I they mean just pick there, you. There, there is that show called The Young, young pope. pope. Yeah, maybe they so, want the hot young Pope. But All right. So a cowboy, a cowboy walks in. He is the hot young Pope. Oh, okay. no, sorry. Who's the playing, hot young Pope walks in. Who? All right. Who's so who's playing the twin hot young popes? Well, it's uh, the young Pope is uh, Jude Law. Yeah, but he's not young. We we no. need a we need a hot young actor. Oh, um, well. we're gonna have to do what Army Hammer did in the Social Network, and he's gonna have to play both parts. R- right. So a young hot, just throw Timothy in there. People like him. I don't think of him right. as like hot. Oh. I mean, I'm thinking. Of I don't think of him like... as Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, they need to be Catholic in order to play the Pope. Oh, um, otherwise, it's appropriation. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we don't want to get sued. Let's see. Well, not us, because we're not putting our name on this. When when we give back to him, he's going to be able to just put this. As, um... Mark Wahlberg is apparently Catholic, according to Steve. Uh, yeah, he's, maybe, he's in that maybe. father, whatever the fuck, movie coming out. Where, uh, like, oh, I just the, mean he's from Boston. I didn't actually. The, uh, no, he's he's in a movie where he plays a priest who becomes a boxer that's about to come out. You know mm-hmm. what? Apparently, Bradley Cooper is also Catholic, so we could have them play the two young hot popes. <laughs> So they're twins, but they don't. Okay, we they're didn't say I, they're fraternal twins. Uh, we, so we need to remember Doesn't to change it that. Say identical in the beginning. All right, we're so change, yeah, that. change that. We're going to say frater- two fraternal popes. <laughs> two fraternal <emerge>. popes. <laughs> <laughs> two fraternal twin popes. This is the well, problem. Like, when you have twins who are popes. You can't choose just one of them. This is how they got into the pickle in the first uh, Look, place. Bradley Cooper and Mark Wahlberg are not young enough. Um, I mean, we don't, we can make them younger, but okay. How about Robert Pattinson is one of them. Michael Michael B. Jordan is the other one. Uh, They're, they're too close to identical. No one will be able to tell them apart. Uh, All right. What about, what about this? What if, what if we pick uh, a pair of actors that are used to actually playing fraternal twins uh, on screen? Like they, they have an experience. So we go back to Beverly Hills, 90210 and, and we get, we got those two. No, I've got a better idea. Who was that? We got Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, and they're stepbrother identical popes. (laughs) Change it again. They're not fraternal. They're stepbrother popes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board. All right. Oh, they're not. They're not wearing cowboy gear. They're obviously wearing pope gear. Yeah. It's just one of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh... okay. So, uh, fade. Wait, we did fade in. Where are we? Okay. Okay. One of the two stepbrother popes walks in. We don't know which one doesn't say which one is it. So I, so I know uh, John C. Riley. Okay. It's John C. Riley. Great. He is, he's not in his early twenties. How old is John? <laughs> well, that's C. what I was trying to, I mean, if we we're going to change the age, that's fine. Um, you're like, normally you'd want to stick, but if he, if you can get Wolf Ferrell and John C. Riley, 
then you change the it's age. more okay. important that that they're stepbrothers so they're not they're, they're not hot twin popes they didn't want no twin, they're they just wanted, hot popes they're... <laughs> <laughs> all right so one of the stepbrother popes walks in john c Riley is 56 years old he is dressed <laughs> <laughs> he is dressed in full, full pope, pope gear here hat chaps with a pistol by his side that all makes sense <laughs> that's yep poop it's all yep just like the pope always wears the miter and the chaps uh, white chaps obviously yeah oh all for right. sure it's all white he's sweaty as he's been working outside does the pope work what yeah when he goes and waves to all the people that's it's got to be outside. okay so <laughs> it's very so he's sweaty because he was waving at the, the people outside yeah, yeah people would get people would get that they just okay. had mass or whatever they call it yep he walks up to the bar and address the, the, the this is the salon bar he walks up to the salon bar <laughs> yeah they do have it they do have like a you know a full bar there at, at the salon um oh he has curly hair so is he getting his like his curls cut permed, or yeah unpermed or repermed one of the two okay. and he addresses the bartender no that's got to he addresses the salon Whatever. What, you, what do you call, call it? What? What? Uh, what is a salon? A, t- a cosmetologist. Uh, cosmetologist. There we go. He addresses the cosmetologist, and it specifies here. It really should have a comma. It specifies uh, 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 who's Mexican. So, so we went from <laughs> Carlos Sainz to Checo Perez, and I don't know which accent to do now because it says a Spanish accent, but the person is Mexican. Maybe, maybe they are an immigrant from from Spain to Mexico who is now open to business in Rome. Okay, so they they are born in Mexico. They grew up no, in Spain. Opposite, opposite. He says they, their passport their passport is Mexican, but they are they're they're accent. Okay, I was going to say they were born in Mexico, but then they grew up in Spain, which is why their accent was Spanish. But you're saying, oh, oh, okay, you're right. I can see, I can see it. Okay, um, but we can do the passport okay. thing if you want. That seems a little more clunky, but uh, I don't know. And. But so, you definitely, so, we wait, definitely have I've to got, say all of that. In there. I've got an elegant solution. Okay, so the so John C. Riley walks up to the cosmetologist and says, "Can I get a beer?" And the cosmetologist responds, "My my passport is from Mexico, but I was I'm actually Spanish originally, and I've opened up my salon here in Rome." Yeah, no. that, I mean, yeah, no, what? that's yeah. that 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 works. That that right. solves us from having to. It lets the you know show not do. It's a show not tell. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a show not tell. Uh, so I, have a, I have another question. So do we need to, to specify? So people aren't all that bright. So when it's clear that this is a cosmetologist, cosmetologist, do we need to specify that they actually don't know? All, they can both study space and do like hair? Or, or is that obvious? They are. So, yeah, they're, I think like... People come because, there to study the cosmos while they're getting their hair done, and that's why John C. Riley is there to teach them about space. Space, yes, he's going because be of like, that one excellent bit from Tim and Eric Awesome Show. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Uh-huh. No. No. What? Oh, oh right. my god! And I mean, I like Eric Andre, so I'm sure I'm going to think it's funny. Um, the, shut up! The salon also has like a planetarium. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it basically it's a giant it, once you inside is a giant planetarium and there are, you know, salon chairs and stuff all, all around. And there's also, I guess, a bar or okay. or is he just or is he just saying, can I get a beer because I'm the pope? And like, I know you don't sell beer, but I'm like, 
based like can you get me a beer because no i i think everybody I, doesn't everybody no, i think the place has a bar he's what kind of beer does he want something italian um stella artois that is i believe belgian yes which is why it's in french Oh, okay. uh, the only Italian beer I know is Peroni. Peroni, yeah, he'd probably get a Peroni. But oh, then Peroni. again, no, no. So wait, no, this is actually this solves our problem. Can I get a Peroni? Why doesn't he ask for is, a glass of olive oil? Well, actually, actually, even though my passport is Mexican, I was born in Spain. I, I'm actually Spanish, but my passport is Mexican. Even so we have only have. Spanish beer or Mexican beer? No, Mexican. You can have a Corona is the okay. answer. You can have a Corona, <laughs> a cerveza. Uh, and John C. Riley does not. Oh, so the, the bartender places. See, this says it's a lager beer. That's not true. Corona is obviously not any particular type of beer. Right. <laughs> so it's just Corona. Yeah. Right. So the cosmetologist uh, places the a Corona, corona yeah. on on the bar, but not in a frosty mug. No, he places that, it in a bottle with a lime wedge. The lime wedge. Yeah. Right. The yeah. See, see, I'm glad this works because I was really confused when, when I read in, a, in the bar in a frosty mug. And I'm like, I mean, not not everyone. If see this what is Ryan's for, doing right now? That's a frosty mug. Yeah. <laughs> if this is for a worldwide audience, people outside the US, they don't know who Frosty the Snowman is. So if you have a mug shaped as him, I, I feel like it would have been, if you want to stick with that, you should. He, you should okay, so he does but, set down a Frosty the Snowman mug and he pours. No, he, no. Okay, he, yeah. he pours the Corona into the, he, he pulls it, he opens the Corona bottle um, and pours it into a Frosty the Snowman. Well, yeah, he pours it in there into a Frosty the Snowman mug. And squeezes the lime wedge. And the cowboy says, he doesn't say gracias. That's the wrong country. He, <laughs> well, actually, does he say prego? Or is he trying to be culturally sensitive to the Spanish-Mexican cosmetologist? And so he, he says gracias. We, may, yeah, this, maybe he thinks he only speaks Spanish, even though he was already speaking to him in English. Yeah, the, um, clearly everyone speaks English here. So that seems so, kind of like he's just being a dick. <laughs> so John C. Riley, the Pope, says prego. Prego. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Okay. Oh, the current Pope is actually a native Spanish speaker. So should we incorporate? No, that's not right. No, never mind. And Man. so um, when the cosmetologist does he say Donata since he yeah, Wait, he does still Prego say, mean thank you, or does it mean you're welcome? I uh, my Italian Thomas, crusty. you're European. Yeah, you know what? You know what thank you is in Italian? It's grazie. Yeah, I knew that. And then prego is you're welcome. Okay, but he says yeah, prego. Change that. Who says prego? Uh, John C. Wright is an Italian, so he's trying to learn. Like, you know, he's there now, but like they were just like, hey, we yeah, want this. So thing. so they understand that he actually struggles with the language. Right. He's uh, yeah. That makes and sense. So he says Prego. <laughs> so he says Prego and the bartender says Grazie. Hmm? Okay. The, no, sorry, not the bartender, the cosmetologist. Cosmetologist no. says, all right. All right. John C. Riley looks up. No, no, no. Oh, this no. is Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. This is Sam Elliott. Up. Sam Elliott. Looks up at John C. Riley spilling spaghetti and olive oil all over the floor, <laughs> and smiles he's like, ah, because I he's forgot. Made a I got to keep my head level. He smiles because he's made a huge mess everywhere. This happens to him several times a day when he's wearing a spaghetti hat. I, I can't imagine that the cosmetologist was thrilled with this <laughs> spaghetti just being dumped all over his salon. Then why did he invite Sam Elliott? Yeah. All right. yeah, yeah, well, he's in Italy. I'm sure they were used to it. There's spaghetti everywhere. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like Texas Roadhouse where there's peanuts all over the floor. In Italy, everywhere you go, there's spaghetti and olive oil. <laughs> yeah, That's right. they, when you go to an Italian restaurant, they have like jars of spaghetti just sitting out. And you go and you... you just grab some noodles. Everyone is just constantly covered in oil. It's just like Sweden. <laughs> Different oil. And then Sam Elliott says, we don't get a lot of guys in here who look like you anymore. <laughs> Which he has to explain the other Pope stopped coming here after he got a bad haircut. So we don't get a lot of Popes in here anymore because we gave the other pope a bad haircut right yeah <laughs> the other pope used to come in there all the time and so i guess sam elliott's also there all the time looking uh, yeah i guess he just this works is... out of the salon he does his football cards <laughs> out of the salon uh it says we don't get a lot of guys in here who look like you anymore because the other pope used to come in here a lot but then we gave him a bad haircut so then he doesn't come around no more yeah and uh, john c Riley then says is that right yeah so he yeah. he didn't he didn't know that his brother no. got a bad haircut no all right step brother step brother this, this is great it's this is a great beginning and i feel like if we keep working on it this this will turn into a it will it will go win like uh, only holy shit 120 pages why I think as we go along, we'll probably just toss out, you know, four or five pages here and there, and it'll still make sense. We are starting to run out of time. Uh, our uh, Chris, our Chris has uh, already left the building, which is why no one's interrupting anyone. I think he and- died. He just, <laughs> oh. his. I think I, I, either his, I think his house blew up. He doesn't exist anymore because Ryan can't see him. I can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you again in the new year.